Good morning from the Financial Times. Today is Friday, May 26th, and this is your FT News Briefing. The U.S. credit crunch is causing an uptick in corporate bankruptcies, and Turkish voters go back to the polls this Sunday. Plus, U.S. chipmaker NVIDIA is on track to join the trillion-dollar club. It's a long time since I've read notes from big grown-up bank analysts like Morgan Stanley that are hyperventilating quite as much as they are about NVIDIA's earnings. I'm Mark Filipino, and here's the news you need to start your day. America's credit squeeze is getting tighter and tighter, and that's leading a lot of big U.S. companies to take shelter in bankruptcy court. The companies might sound familiar. Vice Media and Envision Healthcare have gone the Chapter 11 route recently. 27 large debtors have filed for bankruptcy, and we're not even halfway through the year. Throughout all of last year, that number was 40. Part of the blame falls on rising interest rates, because the debt these companies previously had has become more expensive more quickly than they anticipated, and the ones that are struggling sometimes can't afford the higher interest payments. Turkey's voters head to the polls for the second time in as many weeks to choose the country's next president. Sunday's runoff vote will determine whether incumbent Recep Tayyip Erdogan will add to his two decades in power or if challenger Kemal Kılıçdaroğlu will take over. Here to preview the Turkish runoff is the FT's Adam Samson. Hi, Adam. Hey, Mark. Thanks for having me. So, Adam, remind listeners where we left off. How did the first election go back on May 14th? Yeah, so the first round of the election was a bit of a surprise. Going into it, Kamel Klitsch-Arlu, the opposition leader, was seen as sort of in the poll position, and President Recep Tayyip Erdogan um, was sort of expected to do fairly poorly, but the exact opposite happened. Neither of them had enough to get a majority because there's a third candidate, a guy called Sinan Owan, um, who also scored about 5% of the vote. So now we're going to a runoff. Right, because Sinan Owan did not make it to the runoff. So where will his votes go? Do we have a sense of how this all is going to shake out? So a poll that came out yesterday showed Erdogan in the lead with something like 52% of the vote to 47 for Klitsch-Darlu. That matches what a lot of political analysts and investors here are saying. There's this idea that Erdogan got a lot of momentum by gaining 49% of the vote in the first round, which was five percentage points ahead of Klitsch-Darlu. And the other thing is there's an expectation that Erdogan will probably get a good chunk of the votes um, that went to Sinan Owan, who's a nationalist, who has now endorsed Erdogan. Um, They have some similar policies as well. So that's certainly the expectation is that there's a decent chance Erdogan's going to clinch it. I guess then, is it worth talking about what happens if Kalich Arlu wins? I think it is worth talking about just because you never know. We saw last time that the polls can be completely wrong. And it's it's unclear exactly what the voter turnout's going to be, you know, if the people who are strong supporters of Klitsch to Arlu are going to continue turning out. You know, if strong Erdogan supporters may say, okay, you know, we've got this in the bag, I'm not going to show up. So I think you just, you never know. Adam Samson covers Turkey for the FT. Thanks, Adam. Thanks very much for having me. NVIDIA put out a sales forecast for its current quarter that shocked Wall Street. The $11 billion outlook beat predictions from analysts and sent shares in the chipmaker soaring yesterday. 
It ended the day up a little more than 24%, and the company is now on course to become the first chipmaker to be valued at more than a trillion dollars, which would put it in the same camp as Apple, Microsoft, Amazon, and Alphabet. I'm joined now by the FT's Tim Bradshaw. He's our global technology correspondent. Hi, Tim. Hey, Mark. So how would you describe the hype around NVIDIA right now, Tim? It's a long time since I've read notes from big grown-up bank analysts like Morgan Stanley that are hyperventilating quite as much as they are about NVIDIA's earnings. It's reminiscent of Apple when the iPhone was taking off. That's the last time I can remember people getting quite this excited. Wow, that is a huge deal. Um, So what exactly got investors so excited from NVIDIA's earnings call on Wednesday? Well, there's a few different things going on, but the biggest is just... NVIDIA makes basically the only chips that can do generative artificial intelligence training that creates ChatGPT and some of the other crazy things that we've seen coming out over the last six months. And for a while, they have been unable to make enough to satisfy the demand that they were getting. It seems like they've unlocked that supply problem. And so now they are forecasting much bigger revenues than Wall Street was expecting. Can you paint us a picture of how NVIDIA sits in the broader spectrum of the industry? Like, How does it compare to some of its closest competitors? Yeah, it's a fascinating story, really. I mean, 30 years ago, they were catering to a niche audience of video games people and research scientists with these graphics chips that do one thing very well rather than everything all the time, which is what your generic Intel CPU might be doing. And until three years ago, Intel was the world's most valuable semiconductor company. Then it was overtaken by NVIDIA, The gap has now grown so much that NVIDIA added more than Intel's entire market capitalization in a single day yesterday. The gap has just become enormous. And that's partly because of Intel having many struggles in itself. It missed the mobile boom, and it's now looking like it might risk missing the AI boom. Um, But NVIDIA is, is running away with this by being focused on one very specific type of chip technology, But it's the one chip that everybody in Silicon Valley wants right now. Tim, earlier this week, Beijing banned U.S. chipmaker Micron from certain Chinese industries. And I bring this up because recently the FT spoke to Jensen Huang, who is the CEO of NVIDIA, and he said he's worried that there could be enormous damage to the sector if it loses the China market. Was it surprising then that NVIDIA's outlook was so strong considering this concern with China? I think it was probably priced in for the most part, and it doesn't seem to be a factor that has worried Wall Street, particularly NVIDIA's stock had already doubled so far this year, even before the massive move that we saw yesterday. So it's not something that seems to be a huge concern for Wall Street, and a lot of the companies that are customers for the chips that drove this incredibly strong upgrade to its sales forecast are in Silicon Valley. So it's not depending on the Tencent or Baidu's of the world buying its chips. It's all going to Microsoft, Google, Amazon, and Meta. Tim Bradshaw is the FT's global technology correspondent. Thanks, Tim. Thanks, Mark.
You can read more on all of these stories at FT.com. This has been your daily FT News Briefing. Make sure you check back next week for the latest business news. The FT News Briefing is produced by Sonia Hudson, Fiona Simon, and me, Mark Filipino. Our editor is Jess Smith. We had help this week from Michaela Tendera, Molly Nugent, Katie McMurrin, Michael Lello, and Gavin Coleman. Our executive producer is Topher Forges. Cheryl Brumley is the FT's global head of audio. And our theme song is by Metaphor Music. softest sheets you've ever felt. Now imagine them getting even softer over time. That's what you'll feel with Bowling Branch's organic cotton sheets. In a recent customer survey, 96% replied that Bowling Branch sheets get softer with every wash. Start getting your best night's sleep in these sheets that get softer and softer for years to come. Try their sheets with a 30-night guarantee. Plus get 15% off your first order at BowlingBranch.com. Code BUTTERY. Exclusions apply. See site for details. Hi, I'm Daniel, founder of Pretty Litter. Did you know cats tend to hide symptoms of sickness and pain? I learned this the hard way after losing my cat, Gingy. So I created Pretty Litter, a health monitoring litter that helps detect early signs of illness by changing colors, saving you money and potentially your cat's life. Pretty Litter is veterinary and developed, and it's the easiest way to keep tabs on your fur baby's health right at home. Go to prettylitter.com and use code ACAST for 20% off your first order and a free cat toy. Terms and conditions apply. See site for details.